0: which I have had a kind of love-hate relationship with during my career as a tarot reader and as a user of these tools. Um, And I think that the reason it always seemed like uh, a level I could never reach. Like I was raised Catholic and in the Catholic church, there are, um, I can't remember what they're called because I'm a bad Catholic, but there are certain uh, blessings you can get from the church. There's first communion, first confession, um, what are they called? Sacrament? No, something. I can't remember. But there
1: are seven of them, right? Vestments. Well, the, I know there's seven sins. So do they. Conc- no, it's not. The, it's, it's, it's not these the like sacraments ceremonies
0: that you go through. Oh, constantly. I'm going to have to look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'm sure, I'm sure marriage is one of them. <laughs> marriage is one of them. Uh, uh, the rites of death. Um, yeah. <clears throat> last rites from a priest. But the hermit card always seemed like that because you can never get all seven. Because one of them is you become a priest or a nun and you declare yourself partner to God. And then another one is that you get married. And you can't be married and become a priest or a nun. You can't be a priest or a nun and get married. So there's no way that you can get all seven of these things, like Yahtzee or whatever. There's no way you can I guess it's a full Catholic bingo.
1: There's well, no I was, way that taking punch cards. You know, I you think, think it's Catholic. I think it's I think it's a
2: sacram- I think it's sacramentals, but yeah, um the seven sacraments. Okay. Are- Please, please don't, please don't angrily We're all email Catholic us. Give us a rig. So oh, Episcopal, yeah. Catholic so, light.
0: <laughs> the thing is, but it's like, it's like that. The hermit always seemed like that. Like I have um, a very big personality and I am very um, extroverted. So the hermit felt like a, a box I couldn't check. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's I no it. way I can be a hermit because I am... Uh, I make friends. I, I have like two of my close friends are people I met at an Indigo Girls concert 10 years ago. I find I it.
2: Oh, what is it? So it's seven sacraments, baptism, Eucharist, confirmation, reconciliation, anointing of the sick, marriage and holy orders. So you right. might be um, talking about holy orders when you're yes. thinking about the hermits. Yes, right.
0: You can't be a hermit. You can't do holy orders if you if you get married, if you engage with humankind or mankind, right? Huh. And you can't engage with mankind if you choose to be a hermit or have holy orders, right? But so, my
1: punch card needs to be full. Exactly. So I, it
0: always felt out of my reach. Like this hermit card is something that's outside of my understanding because my personality is so opposite from what the hermit card is or seems to be or is little white booked, right? Mm-hmm. That it always felt... Too foreign for me to identify with. And then Rachel Pollock, who I spoke with, I got to interview her a few years ago. This is only like three or four years ago. And, you know, Rachel Pollock is Rachel, goddamn Pollock. She's amazing. And out of the blue, she says, you know, we'll never know what the hermit has to say if he doesn't come down off the mountain. He has to come down at some point or else he's just a guy on a hill my alone. Oh blown. my goddamn, right, exactly. Because, and I, I know a couple tarot readers who do not like this interpretation at all, and that's fine, you can be mad. That's all right. But that helped me identify with the card really for the first time in the 30 odd years I've been reading is that, you know, I have had hermity moments. You know, I've been sick a lot this year and I've talked away. We are going through COVID right now. And everybody is a little hermit right now, but I also remember times where I've put my cards down and I didn't do readings for like three months and I, or I didn't touch them um, when I was younger for like six months to a year because it scared me and I didn't want to do them anymore, you know? So I think that the hermit card in its relatability is, is a tricky one because it's, it's close to priesthood, right? It's close to the sacred, but it's not really. And it's, he's isolated from people, but not all the time. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. That's my, that's my impression of this card. Um, Hillary, what says you about Jan Hermit?
2: Well, I mean, I think I had very similar thoughts to, to what you said. And of course you passing on that information from Rachel Pollack, like really helped me to understand the Hermit a little bit more as like, like Mohammed on the mountain, you know, yes. like Mohammed's got to come down from the mountain and give the word to the people or, you know, with the t- with the Ten Commandments, you know, Moses has to come down with the Ten Commandments, right? You know, otherwise, how are we supposed to know? So it does have this kind of, divine connection where it's just like it's this one person receiving or it might be a prophet kind of person receiving the information and then giving that information back to the people so it it is kind of like are we shirking or twisting what the hermit card really means to suit our own understanding of it well yeah Kinda I a know, little but bit. Don't don't but, we do that when we do readings, right? You no, know, and and I think you have to create mm-hmm. that personal connection with the cards, or else you know your readings are going to kind of suck. So you know it's not it's it's not about twisting the cards to suit our purposes, but. Um, formulating a deeper, more personal understanding with what these cards could mean to us now as modern people. And and people always say about the tarot, oh, well, it's ancient and it's this. And it's just like, no, it's not freaking ancient or as ancient as we think it might be, because the modern version of the Rider-Waite-Smith deck is like, what, copyright 1971 yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> which yeah, is what a lot of people mean that
0: um we did lose someone from the tarot community in the last few weeks um this is the man who brought the writer weight smith tarot to the united states and who published it here and who brought that kind of revolution um to us he paid and, the way uh, for all
1: these other decks that yeah and he was
0: He was still coming in, you know, coming into work in his 90s, um, teaching us all about Pamela Coleman-Smith. And uh, so respect and um, our condolences to everybody over at U.S. Games who lost their leader um, in the last few weeks. So we're really sorry about that.
2: Stuart Kaplan. Yes. his name. Did I not yes. say his name? I'm no. like <laughs> I have like seven
0: books behind me by yep. him and, and it's
2: almost it's it's like he he is so ubiquitous and to the to yeah. tarot and to US games that it's like it's like you don't have to say his name to like know but you know in yeah. case Stuart Kaplan know, Stuart Kaplan rest so, in peace. So um,
0: yeah, since we brought up that deck I just wanted to to give our thank condolences you. to the US games family and to his family because we wouldn't be doing what we're doing if it weren't for Stuart Kaplan. Period. Uh, and, not and in the way that we do it. Not with the references that we have. Not with the it, we wouldn't have the information about Pamela Coleman Smith that we have, um, which really turned the deck from writer weight to writer weight Smith, um, exactly. and did a lot for women in tarot. Um, so you know, much respect.
2: And and so. I mean, I think I think that's a perfect a perfect person to bring up for this episode. And again, showing that the Hermit card is not all about solitude Mm -hmm. and it's not all about, you know, taking that information and hoarding it for yourself. It's about giving that information back and using it for for the world good and for the good of humanity as well. Yeah. And
0: especially since like the Hierophant disseminates information as well. The Hierophant gets information. But I think the difference is the Hierophant is about organized religion and doctrine, whereas the hermit finds your pa- finds his path for himself. Mm-hmm. And everything I read about Stuart Kaplan, he, he saw a deck of cards at a toy fair and said, this would be cool. And then he spent his entire life studying the history of tarot and giving it to us. This was not an indoctrinated person. This is not somebody who followed organized religion or uh, what have you. He, he found this path for himself. And in doing so, cleared it for the rest of us to walk so much respect to mr kaplan and you know wow what a life what a life led you know
2: and I mean, so. that that bring, brings up another um, keyword or association that I have with the hermit card, which is the trailblazer. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't don't see that association. They're just like, especially if it comes up in a romance reading. Oh, God forbid if it comes up in a romance reading.
1: <laughs> when someone's <laughs> looking for mean? Mr. Ray, right, they're just like, I'm going to be alone forever. I'm like, no, no, I don't stop, even know where stop. to order a hair shirt. I hate it when people do that. And I'll get yeah. to that
2: when I get to my point. But yeah right but but I mean I see the I see the hermit card um, where you have the the light of the star uh, the star card in his in his lantern and I mm-hmm. see that lantern as uh, the light the trailblazer um, he's alone because he's he's going first mm-hmm. and he's blazing the trail for everyone else that comes after so sometimes the hermit card will come up um, for a client reading where they're just like why is this? so hard and i'm just like because you're placing the trail honey yeah it's hard for you because because in consequence it's not going to be as hard for the people that come after you
0: well like That's if why. you think about rupaul's drag race which is a perfect sideway here as we're talking about trailblazers i remember her in the early 90s uh, with supermodel, and I remember all of the shit she got, and I remember articles being written about her and how she was, you know, poisoning our youth and blah blah blah. And now she's kicking back and counting her money, you know. And and because of her, hundreds of other drag queens have entered living rooms um, because she took the hits. Her and Lady Lady Bunny and you know all of all of the folks Lipsinka, all the ones that came before, are the ones who who took the hit so that, I mean, and it's not to say drag queens don't get shit now, but compared to what it was even in the early nineties, my God, you know? So trailblazer. Yeah. I like that a lot.
2: What do you think Jamie?
1: Well, up here every, I mean, when people look at this car, I mean, all they see is that single person. And so everybody I mean, our, our whole, uh, American society or United States society is always, we're always with other people or we've, or we have community, you know, I mean, yeah, this is kind of, everybody's like, Oh, look the harm. It's the COVID card, you know, cause we're all kind of alone now. And I, like you both are saying that is a misnomer, you know, to, um, because yeah, sure. The art on the card might show that solo, you know, personality, like, Two of my favorite cards are the Shadowscapes Tarot and the um uh everyday witch tarot for these cards. And if you look at the decks, they're not alone. These these humanoid fingers are not alone. On the Everyday Witch card, we've got a kitty, black kitty that's curled up. And on the shadowscapes, we've got birds, geese. So, you know, it's it's easy to overlook what's around us when we are quote unquote alone, but it's to me, as a creative and as a creator and as a tarot reader or somebody that I, I see as spiritual or I like to think I'm spiritual, we have to be alone sometimes to create new connections, to to really get at the heart of the matter, to figure out what we want to come out of our cave or, you know, bedsheets or, you know, whatever, you know, what gets us up in the morning and all that stuff. So, Whenever somebody says, especially or even in, you know, romance for readings, it's like, "Oh God, I'm going to be alone." It's like, "No, you're not." Do you even know what type of love you're looking for right now? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you know? And you have to really. I, I think you have to be alone to to at some point in your life. You have got to be okay with being alone. Yeah. So that you can just you can separate that from the feeling of loneliness. It's it's mm-hmm. so different. And when I get the hermit in love readings, Jamie, like you were saying, I get that, oh my God, I'm going to be alone forever. I'm like, no, but fucking be alone for a while, for five seconds. Yep. Like, yeah, it's wait. usually get the card for serial monogamists mm-hmm. who are looking for a new relationship before they're out of their other one. Yep. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I was a serial monogamist for
1: a, uh, man. Yeah, exactly. The are agreeing. <laughs> sorry. Hold on. <laughs> they sorry. know. They know. That's hilarious. I love how the dogs are calling Melissa out right now. They're just like, oh, mom, 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 a serial yes. I'm so sorry. That's what I'm
0: going to take now.
1: Go like, for it. Like, it. For me, when I, when I get them in, in my romance readings, that's the first thing I do after they do that freak out of like, you'll be alone. Yeah. I'm like, again, what type of, you know, love reading do you want?
2: Right. Right. I mean, like, I just, you know,
1: who do you want to be with? Is it the, you know, do you, do you have qualities you want to be with? Do you need to learn to love yourself first? Do you right friendship community? Do you want to be the serial monogamist? You know, you never know until you go quiet.
2: It's, it's interesting to me that we're talking about this because I was just teaching about, um, self-care and Mm self-love, um, on one of my weekly workshops that I do. And I didn't really think of it as a card of self-love or self-care right now, but I'm now I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. it because it's just like, how the hell are you going to learn to love somebody else if you don't love yourself first? Uh, And if you're not, uh, there you go. Um, I didn't know that, but sure. Um, but, but the hermit, the hermit card, you have to, you have to have that alone time because it's just like, if you're not comfortable with yourself, or you haven't understood how you how you receive love, how you intuit love, um, how you show your love, and some some homework, I'm going to assign the homework this time around, nice. possibly. You got it. Um, know what your love language is. You know, like there there is this book by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. Sometimes sometimes you don't even know how you express your love. And then how, how how's anybody else supposed to know that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it's about getting to know thyself um, before, you know, looking to partner with somebody else. But you're not going to know that unless you, you take the time to be alone and
1: have some space, right? And even like Kendra and I are celebrating her. We've almost been together for 20 years now as wives. And there are times where I'm like, go away. (laughs) <laughs> you know or she's like gtfo you know get the fuck out of here i right. need space mm-hmm. and it, it's you know everybody wants that the partnership they want the you know uh storybook romance and at the same time though it, it's in the spaces that you're away from one another that you remind each other why you love each other in the first place right. and you keep coming back to that that's the thing you know the lovers is just the choice i'm making a choice daily when i wake up next to kendra Mm-hmm. a hermit when I'm able to go away for a bit and come back extends our relationship so you know like I know a lot of couples right now are having issues in COVID where we've been on top of each other and you know sometimes sometimes it's kind of funny to listen to other you know a couple friends you know kind of fight a little bit and other times it's like you know why haven't they killed each other yet with knives or something yeah. you know yeah. like yeah, I always I mean,
0: think about that because I had a A first marriage that went poorly, and um, it there are lots of reasons that it didn't work out. But I think that the main reason that it didn't work out was because um, we we just were not good for each other. I mean, in whatever for whatever reason, we just weren't good for each other, and we had enough distractions in our relationship that we didn't have to focus on the relationship. We had like, I was moving we were in college and then we had kids and then I got sick. And like, there was always something to take away from us really looking at the relationship. Well, with the last year with Joe, we've both been mostly unemployed and mostly hanging out on the couch together. And I love him so much, I can't even stand it. Like He's my favorite, favorite person. And I don't, I think that if, you know, if a relationship is, if you're in a serious relationship, I'm all for just, you know, hanging out and, and banging. You know, I think that's great. But if you're in, I think those relationships are fantastic. But if you're looking into a long-term relationship, you have to enjoy hanging out on the couch and ignoring each other and playing on your phones. That's, that's a prerequisite for a long-term marriage or a long-term relationship is that you have to be able to coexist with your, with your own universes. Our universes bump in together sometimes, but he's not my everything and, and all things. He's my best friend. And he's been in the garage all day building shit. I haven't seen him since like 10 o'clock this morning. And I won't see him until 10 o'clock tonight. And that's totally fine. It's totally fine yeah. because I know, and I've learned how to be by myself. And I think that that's the, the most important thing that hermit has to teach us. Because when you see him in the Rider Waite Smith deck, he's literally standing on top of a mountain. If you look at his feet, he's standing on top of a mountain. He's isolated from everybody else and he has that light and it's just for him. So the thing that's bringing him up that mountain is his own pursuit of grace and truth and whatever else he needs right? So it's it's an internal push, unlike the hierophant, which is that external push to share information. And his internal push is going to take him on his path where he needs to go. And I think for all of us, whether it's in a relationship or with your work or what have you, find that light, find that thing that that pulls you forward, find that thing that lights you up. For me, it was being a writer and doing tarot readings. I got the nat. By the way, that clap was not for nothing. Ta-da! Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you. I have lightning fast reflexes. Um, but <laughs> you you have the hermit tells you to find that light. Find the light that pulls you. And if you're in a re- if if you're like looking for a relationship and you get the hermit card, the light has to come with you. It sure as fuck isn't gonna come from somebody you meet on Tinder or Grinder or whatever the kids use these days to hook up. Um, hmm. it's not gonna come from somebody you've been talking to for six weeks and yet haven't, haven't met or had a substantial conversation with. It's not going to come from somebody with a nice ass. That's the lover's card. We can talk about that for days. Um, The lovers (laughs) and the Everest card have a lot the ace of wands have quite a bit to say about that. And that's fine. But if, if you're, if you get the hermit card, the hermit is asking you to make yourself happy Mm. at the end of the day to light yourself
2: up.
1: You yeah, know, it's, it's it's one of the more deeper cards you can get out there. Again, it's the most yeah. deepest. It asks
2: yeah. it asks us to be introspective, and I mean, it, it also whenever I see the hermit card come up for for me in my own personal readings, um, it reminds me like, oh hey, Hillary, did you meditate today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you? Me- when was the last time you meditated? I'm just like, <sighs> stop calling but me. That, but, to meditate, <laughs> but that that reminder helps me to get focused and get refocused again and listen to the internal voice that I can only hear when I'm meditating or if I'm doing the dishes or I'm in the shower or whatever, but it's creating that white space so that I can hear the internal to be able to follow that light. Like you were saying. Yeah.
0: Yep. So let's talk about our favorite decks. Um, mine is the uh the ninth dimension tarot which is a groovy deck from the 70s the packaging alone i got it off of the It's from 1971 um and i got it off of ebay which i i don't do often because i'm not i'm even though i have like 200 decks i'm not really a collector per se and that i don't hunt down decks but if i see one sometimes the artwork grabs me and this one like the hermit looks like don quixote like he's just this, this happy little bearded oh, bald dude. Oh, he's That's so cute. Awesome. I know. Right. And he's sitting on his knees and he has his hands held in a mudra mm-hmm. and he's just super chill. And I, I like that, you know, and he's got braids on part of his beard because he looks like he's in it for the long haul. He follow he's following his star that he's carrying. It came from within him. And I love the idea of um, the hermit as Don Quixote because he, he's a trailblazer hill right mm. and and he teaches people how to be alone jamie like he's don quixote that's yeah. the hermit you know i should do a literary deck and uh and assign cards to all the literary <laughs> pick figures. me pick me I, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I think that'd be awesome
0: I- so yeah don quixote that's that's my favorite hermit card um hillary what's yours
2: oh i'm i'm kind of prone to the um the Radiant Rider Weight Smith deck. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's nice. Um, I, I really love the Radiant Rider Weight Smith as opposed to just like the classic, because it's just, the classic to me is almost too garish with the yellows and the reds and the blues. It's just, it's too much. But um, the Radiant Rider Weight deck is more of like a watercolor. It's a little bit more muted. It's a little bit prettier to me or my eyes. Um, but the Hermit card is just the classic Hermit card in the hooded, hooded robe with long white beard and he's looking down and he has his staff and he has his lantern with the star in it on that snowy mountaintop and it just I don't know it brings to me this sense of peace and tranquility and stillness um which is the reason why I always think of like mm, I need to meditate <laughs> 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 it haunts you forever it haunts me it tells me Mm, when was the last time you meditated what about (laughs) you jamie
1: i i um like i said i kind of i already alluded i picked two that's okay you get in a way yeah and and in a way it's it's because there is kind of a dualistic nature to this card you know everybody you know yeah it's like you know we keep joking about it "Ah, i'm gonna be alone forever but there's also that come down from the mountain was, you know, that Rachel has given us all. And so in the everyday witch deck, um, it's you've got kind of something that, you know, you almost could say me if I had bangs and was probably younger sitting by a campfire with their cat next to them in a broom and a witch's hat. And they are going within. They are meditating. They are in nature listening to the sounds of wisdom you know, I know Melissa's over here giving me the, you know, thumb on the note or, you know, your spot on thing. And I know <laughs> Melissa won't go into the forest and do this. No, no,
0: that's that's ridiculous. Cause, cause I wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, because that's my <laughs> kitchen table tarot, you know, thing. it's
0: picnic table tarot. We're not doing yeah. that.
1: Well, I go out and I do picnic table tarot. But again, you know, that idea of going somewhere else when you're alone. Like I've got friends that do um, beach retreats or you know, we go out to the mountains alone so we can hear what the forest has to tell us or some, some new thing that's usually us honoring our intuition. It usually kind of happens the best when we are alone. So that's what the everyday witch tarot hermit means to me. It's the go with, go inside, go internal, figure out your junk, figure out your legacy, figure out the questions that will get you to that, uh, ever, but that, uh, relationship that is lasting for as long as you want it. I'm not trying, I'm not even trying to say soulmate because I know how we all feel on that, but yeah, you know, you want to have these deeper connections. So you need to do that. You got to ask the questions. What do I want? Mm. Who am I? What do I want to leave behind? And then the shadowscapes tarot is, is kind of, you know, it's that person stepping off the mountains. Granted they're on a beautiful stone slab that goes up so high, but they've got this brilliant light from their lantern. Shining out. So, so they, they are lit putting their own out the
0: lantern. Call. Yes. That fire came from within them.
1: And they are putting out that call for hey, I am here. It's like like how we've also been paying tribute to Stuart Kaplan. I have found this deck. I have found some cool shit. I want to share it with you. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he said this totally, you know, right. That's verbatim. Yeah, verbatim. Yeah. He, he said this. I, I found this cool shit. I want to share it with you all. <sighs> hey, I've got this idea for a great company, and you know. God, was he, it 50, he built, 40, like, 40, 50 years later, here here we are. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just wonderful. And, what a wonderful legacy. I know. And it's still going. I mean, like when I heard of his death, I walked by the books and I've got both the Pamela Coleman um, book, the slipcase edition right next to his encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. And I about lost it. I mean, yeah. And then I, I haven't been towards that shelf that are in the shelf since because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to. It's so weird. It's yeah.
0: We lost a Titan in our field. That was, it was a, a big deal. And um, we can honor him by carrying on that legacy and by teaching folks like we did right now on this podcast. So look at us doing stuff and teaching stuff. So um, rest in peace to her Kaplan. And again, our sympathies to the U S games family. Um, what a blow you guys have taken. And uh, Hillary has your homework for tonight kids. But I have homework too. I want you to find a story by Tom Robbins called Tibetan Peach Pie. That's all. You need to read the short story by Tom Robbins called Tibetan Peach Pie. Hillary? Oh. I'm not going to say why. It's going to be fucking mysterious. That's so, yeah. And peach, and peach an additional
2: pie? an additional homework assignment for me is learn about your love language. If you have been... Um, subject to the hermit card uh, for one of your love readings that you've given to yourself or given or got from somebody else, find out what your love language is, what your primary love language is from um, Gary Chapman's five love love languages.
0: I love how you said that. I was like, if you or a loved one have been subjected
1: to the hermit (laughs) card during a romantic, you may be liable for it compensation please seek please seek professional help and the following medication uh, 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 i didn't wine, i didn't realize raspberries strawberries. Uh, so good yeah. so good,
0: side,
1: right. effects, so good. Side, side effects
0: may
2: include <laughs> side, side effects may include going to another tarot reader to find the answer that you're looking for or getting meditating. doubly
1: pissed because med- they still tell you that you need to meditate
2: uh, oh, I love
0: us. I love us uh. too. All right, guys, go do your homework. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at CardslingersCC.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at CardslingersCC at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.